Welcome to Training Unleashed, the show that will help you design and deliver training that's off the chain and will make a difference. Now, here's your host, Evan Hackle. Hello, everyone, to a very exciting and a very different episode of Training Unleashed. Today's topic is going to be virtual meetings. And with what's going on in the world right now, probably no better topic. As I am an expert on virtual meetings, I've asked Greg Dumont, who is my top-notch podcast friend, buddy, and editor, uh, to be the interviewer as I will be the guest on today's episode. So I have had the pleasure of knowing Greg for probably more years than we both want to admit. And Greg is an outstanding team member at Tortle, heads up our customer service, and an amazing father. Can't say much more nice things than that about a person than being an amazing father. Greg, take over the show. Thank you, Evan. Thank you for the kind words. And I say the same um, about Evan as well. So Evan here is the CEO of Tortal Training. And he is indeed an expert in virtual meetings. He is, uh, I, he is a tech guru, always letting people know about new apps coming out, um, different ways to manage email. Uh, he's always on his phone. He is a tech guy. So, he, so this is a great uh, resource here. So Evan, um, what is a virtual meeting in, in your words? A virtual meeting is any meeting that takes place where, the, where one or more of the participants are not live, not in person. Okay. And what are the benefits of a virtual meeting? Well, I think there are, let me just start by saying virtual meetings years and years ago where someone was just hanging on via the phone or the meeting was taking place on the phone, those meetings were not necessarily super productive. But the benefit of a virtual meeting today is that it enables people to be anywhere, not needing to make special trip, not needing to take extra time, and meet in a very effective and powerful way. And, and I would argue that a virtual meeting today is literally as good as a live meeting today. Um, there are some benefits of live meetings, and I can differentiate that. Obviously, with what's going on with the coronavirus right now, the benefit of the virtual meeting is it does provide spacing. Uh, and a lot of people are working from home. But I want people who are listening not to just sit here and say, oh, this is advice for just now. This is really, I think, going to be advice that's going to help people uh, forever on. Uh, and I think the world of meetings are going to change uh, because so many people are working from home and that people are going to see the benefits if they're done right. Yeah, I agree with you. I think, um, I do think we'll see a change, right? Um, my, my brother works for Dell Computers. And he was telling me the other day that a lot of companies are scrambling, um, you know, for a format and training to do to do what Total does on a daily basis, you know. And, and I think I think people, I I'm really surprised how many people still do meet in buildings like all the time, right? Yeah. Uh, but I, I think that's a really good point that that it will forever change on on some level. Sort sort of a little off topic, but on topic. People don't know this, but Tortle's a totally 100% virtual company. Uh, we have employees in Ecuador. We have employees in Canada. We have employees all over the United States. Um, and, you know, we hire based on who the right person is. Um, a lot of people are afraid of virtual companies. A lot of people embrace them. But, uh, you know, a lot of 
a lot of fears about being a virtual company have to do with productivity and things of that nature, which is not really about virtual meetings. So let's get back to virtual meetings. Yeah. So what are um, some services? And, you know, and I do want you to go into, you know, what service total uses, but in general, what are some options for people that, you know, you need to explore to, to get into virtual meetings? Well, I, I think the, the first thing you need to do to be, have virtual meetings is people have to have good bandwidth. Uh, because having a virtual meeting where people are cutting in, cutting out, and that sometimes will happen, uh, doesn't make a lot of sense. So you got to have good bandwidth, you have to have good computers, and you have to have, you know, excellent software. Uh, I'm a big fan of Zoom. Um, I think it's the best product I've seen out there, but there are a lot of other companies out there, and Ring Central is available. It's like Zoom. Um, certainly, Google Hangouts, Skype are great tools. Um, to a lesser extent, and I wouldn't say, um, you know, you got, you've got, um, you know, like ReadyTalk, WebEx, and... I mean, you mentioned uh, Skype. I mean, Skype's... Skype is huge. Google Hangouts is huge. But the point I'm trying to make is there are some that are really designed for webinars mm -hmm. and really designed for mass broadcast that are not necessarily great for virtual meetings because they don't share screens. So what I think is really key to a virtual meeting is that you have technology where you can see everyone. So a virtual meeting where it's just audio and you don't see people, I don't think are nearly as effective because you want people paying attention. You want as a person in the virtual meeting to be able to read the body language. You know, the benefit of a live meeting is you can sit back and you can look at the people in the meeting and you can tell, are you hitting, you know, are people listening to you or being people paying attention? People are literally forced to pay attention because you're in a live meeting. You want the same thing to happen in a virtual meeting. And when people are on in a virtual meeting and they're just using audio, you know, who knows what they're doing? They could be doing email. They could be paying attention to other things. They could be completely distracted. Uh, I know some people don't like to use video because they're afraid of, how they look. And it's sometimes interesting because I'll find people that will like, oh, I don't want to be video. And then after a while, they, you know, they don't care. They get kind of past it. And there's some people that are concerned about privacy and people using the camera. And, you know, I said, look, if you're using the camera and they're taping you and doing a virtual meeting, you know, what are they going to get? Turn your camera off afterwards. Um, but having the right equipment is really key. And making it a real meeting is really key. So Evan, what are the different types of virtual meetings? So there are a lot of different kinds of virtual meetings, uh, basically no differently than a lot of kinds of live meetings. So we'll just start with the simplest one, a one-on-one -on -one meeting. So a one-on-one -on -one meeting is you're meeting with somebody and you know, maybe it's you know, somebody you report to, somebody reports to you, maybe it's a customer, maybe it's whoever. Instead of meeting on the phone, you meet via technology where you can actually see them and interact with them. Um, I love one-on-one -on -one meetings. Uh, at, at our company, as you know, Greg, we don't call each other, we Zoom each other. And we Zoom each other because when we're going to have the conversation, we can see each other. Uh, and it just makes, it's like someone just stepped into your office. Um, but they don't have to travel. They don't have to get to the office. So I, I really encourage people, um, the first part, just simply hey, instead of calling, do a Google Hangout, do a Skype, do a Zoom, 
uh, and you'll have a, you know, an impactful meeting. The next kind of meeting is just, you know, a regular kind of meeting where you've got a small group of people think about like a conference table. Maybe it's could be three people. It could be, it could be eight, 10, 15, 20 people. And it's just a regular meeting with a regular agenda and everyone's going, but the benefit of the virtual meeting is that everyone is going to show up. If you use zoom or use Skype or Google Hangouts, you're going to see everyone's picture. They're all going to be paying attention. You can share screens so that you can show things just no differently than if you were in a live meeting and you had a TV and, you know, here, video demonstration for the people on, on YouTube. And you put, the, and you put your slides um, on the screen. You can share your slides in the meeting. And for that matter, you can draw on the slides. You can turn power, uh, the, the control of the slides over to somebody else. Um, so you can basically have a virtual meeting that just acts like a normal meeting where, where, everyone gets, where everyone gets together. You can also do larger meetings. So uh, one of my favorite meetings I call a hands-on, all-hands-on-deck meeting where you invite like all the employees. In our case, in franchising, you invite all the franchisees. And you can literally have a meeting with hundreds of people on the meeting. Um, and when you do that, you might rethink a little bit um, the kind of technology you use. So I still use Zoom for all meetings. I have Zoom webinar account, Zoom regular account. I can have up to 300 people on my regular account. And I'm not going to see all 300 pictures at one time. I'm going to see, I'm not sure exactly how many, but like 40. And I can click and go back. But what's really cool about these bigger meetings is that you can do the meeting and presentation, have different people that are your key speakers. You can have people with chat, send you questions. You can turn on someone's mic and have someone ask you questions. And then one of the things I really like is you can actually use breakout rooms. And it's really easy to do. And, and you pose a question or group question and people go into rooms, have conversations, come back, report back. Um, I call these like virtual round tables. Um, which is not something you can easily do in a regular meeting setting. It's sort of what I call a bonus. So if everyone's in a big room, you can send them out to separate rooms and it takes a lot of time, but virtually you can do this, you know, really, really, you know, quickly. Um, you can certainly do virtual meetings can be, you know, traditional webinars, um, you know, where all the, all the participants are on listen only mode. They're seeing, or excuse me, they're not being, they're, their video is not being shown. And, you know, you have two or three presenters, they present, people ask questions, a traditional webinar uh, is, another, is another kind of virtual meeting. Um, and, you know, you can do virtual conferences. So there's nothing to say that you can't create a conference where you have speakers and you have a schedule and there are breaks. And, but the whole meeting and the whole conference takes place virtually as, oppo as opposed to in a meeting place. And obviously, massive cost savings. You don't have to feed people. Uh, you, the key, though, and, and we should get into some of the keys on all these kind of meetings, but the key to a virtual conference is breaks. It's, you know, take time. Give people a half-hour break. Let people, you know, it's, it's, phys it's physically difficult to listen. Um, and I think we're, we are fault in live meetings where we have people and we're not giving people enough breaks. So it's really critical to give people breaks. 
Well, that's definitely a lot of information. And it just shows you how extensive, you know, these programs are, you know, and they really, you really can't accomplish any kind of meeting that, that you want to, you want to do, you know? So what are some of your best practices for, for hosting a successful virtual meeting? So I think one of the big keys in any meeting, uh, but particularly virtual meetings is to make them interactive. And you can make them interactive in a lot of really cool ways. Um, some of these products have software, polling software, where you can ask questions. Uh, but there are products like uh, Poll Everywhere um, out there that really have some really neat tools where uh, you can pose questions and people can put up answers and they can vote up or vote down the answers. Um, so take advantage of some of the technological tools to be able to get feedback from everybody, allow people to participate uh, and, and give feedback um, to like, you know, differently in regular meetings, you don't want one speaker speaking too long. It bores people, move people around. Um, virtual meetings are great for brainstorming, uh, especially, you know, I just talked about the breakouts, but, you know, if, if you have a topic, so, you know, right now, there's a great topic, which is, you know, how do we deal with the world changing with the, with the coronavirus? So you can literally bring your team in, break them into breakouts, have each group discuss ideas, have them all come back, share ideas. Um, so you have multiple people talking at one time. So what I love about breakouts is people, when there are 100 people in a room, people, even live, virtual, doesn't matter. You're going to have people zoning out. You're going to have people not involved. You can break that room into 10 rooms of 10. They're going to be listening. They're going to be participating. You're going to get a lot more to happen in those, in those environments. So I love using breakout rooms. And I'm you know, a real be big believer in breakout rooms when you have large groups. But you can do the same thing when you have a small group. It's just a regular meeting is you can take time and you can brainstorm. Um, you know, one of the really good practices is every now and then, is just to pause and ask people, hey, what's the best thing you heard? And I call this a table talk. And the benefit of a table talk is that it reminds everybody in the room of what they heard because like, oh yeah, Greg mentioned that. I forgot about that. So it's a reinforcer of the information and it's causing people to think through. So, okay, what's the one thing? What, were, what are those key things I just heard? So your mind's reviewing it. So we all know that when you're being talked at, your retention rate isn't as great as if you use the information, right? So when you ask people to share, hey, what's the one best thing that you heard, they're using the information in their head, they're thinking through the information. That's going to improve retention. Then they're going to be reminded by what other people say. So uh, it's, a, it's a really powerful tool to use in literally any meeting. Uh, but in particular, virtual meetings, it, it, it's, it's, very, it's a very successful thing. Uh, another best practice is to be prepared, right? Don't go into the virtual meeting like, hey, what are we all talking about? Uh, and then I, I'll just throw in a bonus tip here for companies that are virtual is it's okay to have time for people to just share what's going on in their lives. So, you know, in a regular workplace, we get to know people you know, at the water, you know, at the water, at the water fountain, if there is such a thing anymore. Uh, but, you know, getting coffee, 
the beginning of the meetings, before the meetings start, and et cetera. In a virtual company, you want to have that kind of time where people get to know what's going on in other people's lives so that there's a personal feel. Um, so you want to plan on that. Um, and, you know, so sometimes like in, in a live setting, in a regular business, you know, I'm very focused on make the meeting super efficient, value people's time. And I'm not saying not to value people's time, but to realize that socialization is important and to make time for that in your meetings. Now, it's a good point. It helps um, company culture, I think, to have some of that. Because you're absolutely right. Like, it is, yeah, it's like um, there's this immediate need for some reason with video conferencing to just get right to the point, right? But, I mean, that's, that's how I feel. It's like, it's like walking in the, you know, the, the office and not saying hi, how was your morning? That's a really good point that I think a lot of people would probably miss, you know? And, like, when you and I do video, I mean, you and I, we probably average one a day, a one-on-one mm -hmm. -on -one video meeting. You know, some days it's three and some days it's none. Yeah. Um, and some are super short, some, yeah. are, some are longer. But, you know, I think I always ask you how you're doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I think it's important, you know, no differently than a live meeting to, um, you know, have that personal contact. Yeah. Interested in Tortle's learning management system? Why not try it for free today? Tortle is offering a free LMS for up to 25 users. With Tortle's easy-to-use self-authoring tool and free quick start guide, you'll have courses up in no time. Sign up today and you'll experience one of the easiest to use LMSs in the marketplace today. To learn more, visit tortle.com forward slash LMS. You know, one of the things uh, we keep talking about, specifically video conferencing, but as far as a virtual company, um, one of my favorite aspects of the software that we use Zoom is, you know, we have, um, we have each person in the company, you can just instantly click and message, right? But you can divide into groups and you have different departments. You can message all department instantly. And um, it's really, it's really unbelievable. So I think people who aren't doing this really, you know, really should get on the ball. Um, and it's not that it's not super expensive either. Your point, you know, we're sitting here doing a one-on-one -on -one meeting, and then we, okay, we got to bring Lee in. Yeah. Now, just yesterday, we're doing. I was doing a meeting with Lee, and I brought you in, and so I, you know, I just added you to the meeting. Yeah. Where, if I'm, you know, in my office with something, you know, then I got I don't know because I can instantly tell whether you're available or not available. I mean, yeah. you could be on the phone, but it's not perfect, but I, you know, and I can invite and it's fast and it's quick. Um, and I, you know, I find it to be very effective. Yeah. Um, incredibly. But, you effective. know, I'll make a point here. You know, Janet, who's on our team likes it, you know, it's, you know, she likes, it's like a drop in, like all of a sudden I'm dropped into a meeting, you know, with no idea that I'm in a meeting now with five other people. I think I'm joining just you. I don't know. So, you know, there's a little hesitance of why'd you just drag me into this meeting? And like anything, don't expect this to be like you're turning the light on, turning the light off. It's going to take time for people in your organization to get used to virtual meetings. It's going to take time for them to feel comfortable. You know, I, you know, make the reference to people not wanting to be on video. People need to be on video. 
you need that contact. Some people at first aren't going to like that. And, you know, you got to recognize that. you got to work through these issues. you got to talk through these issues. And then people are going to get better and better and better at the meetings. Yeah, that's a really good point. Quite a few people are uncomfortable being on video. Um, I've been dying to ask you this. What are some best practices for attendees? If you're having a meeting, you're the host, I'm going to attend. What can I do not to be a nightmare attendee? Like, like you, you know these people. They're, you know, the lawnmowers in the background. They're doing dishes. <laughs> well, it's important that people are in a quiet space. Absolutely important. Here's the big thing. It is easy to cheat, even on video. It's easy to, like, look forward and actually be doing email. Very tempting. I'm not going to say I've ever not done that. <laughs> but the point I'm making is the courtesy is to... Um, is to actually be paying attention. So in a live meeting, people can tell if you're on their computer, and some people tolerate that in live meetings. Uh, and there are times when, like, I'm in a live meeting and I might want to pull up, you know, a website and take a look at it because it's literally relevant, which is a little bit different. Um, but pay attention to the meeting and be involved in the meeting. That's, that's the number one best best practice. And to also, you know, re recognize, and again, it's a type of meeting, you know, if you're in a presentation, someone's making a presentation, you know, interrupting them, you know, isn't necessarily appropriate unless they've described how they want to be interacted with. But in a regular meeting, people talk. <laughs> so, you know, don't fear like, oh, I can't say anything because I'm on a computer. You know, okay, Greg, I got a couple of questions. Can I ask you this, this, and this, and, and, and ask? But I'll share a funny story. Um, Debbie Bender, who you know, uh, when we start doing virtual meetings, she would always believe I was on my email. I'd always believe she was on her email. So we'd have the meetings with our hands up to prove that we were actually paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> so um, really, you know, it's, it's really paying attention. That's, the, you know, that's the number one you know, thing that, that uh, you know, I would recommend. You know, there's certainly going to be times where you're going to want to take notes and maybe you're taking notes on your computer, but that's because you're taking notes. So there's a difference between using your computer for a purpose like, okay, they just mentioned this website, I'm going to quick check it out because they were talking about it or I want to look at it while they're talking about it or pulling up a notepad or a Word document or Google document um, is... Um, the word I'm looking for. Um, you know, that's adding value. Doing email, checking right. the weather is, is not adding value. Um, you know, the other thing we should talk about a little bit, which is actually a little bit different than like a virtual meeting that we're doing like right now, is there are a lot of document sharing tools where you can virtually as a team work on agendas, work on uh, documents together and the document lives in a place where everyone can go in and everyone can adapt it. And so, you know, one of my practices that I like with virtual meetings is to publish an agenda and then you allow people to adapt or add or recommend to the agenda. So every, everybody feels like they're, um, not feels like is the wrong term, everyone has an opportunity to contribute. Um, and, you know, that's maybe not, a virtual meeting like we're talking about, but it's a virtual yeah. way to work together. 
Yeah, I use um, Google Docs a lot. We have, you know, our company uses Dropbox, but I Google Docs, just, you can just all go in and update and it's just there and stuff. And it's just, it's so easy. So Evan, I do want to give our listeners who don't utilize video conferencing, just a little beginner step-by-step, just how they can get off the ground with it. But before I do that, anything else you want to cover? Well, I have my one tip, but I'm going to save that for the end. Mm -hmm. And your free offer. Of course I have a free offer. Definitely have a free Duh. offer. Um, I, I like your question. I think I'll go with your question. Any, anyhow, to start is just as simple as doing it. Um, you know, pick a meeting, pick an easy meeting. And uh, I like uh, Zoom because it has a plugin. I'm sure other products have plugins where you just go in and set up a regular meeting. You push a button and it adds all the contact information for the Zoom meeting. And then you send it out and everyone has the link right in their regular calendar with reminders, et cetera. Um, don't overthink it. Any meeting you can do live, you can do virtually. Yeah, um, um, I, I agree. I mean, it's as simple as just downloading Zoom. You know, and these softwares have free versions, you know, uh, with limited features, but you can still have a meeting. And um, just, I work in the tech world and some people, they just get really, really like freaked out about anything technical, right? But, you know, to Evan's point, it really is this simple as to get started, in my opinion, just downloading one of these Skypes or Zooms and just having a coworker and just get a meeting and both you on video. It's really, really quite simple. And then just grow, right? You know? You know, something I totally forgot to mention, but I think is really important, is virtual meetings can be recorded. So unlike a live meeting where someone misses the meeting, they miss the meeting, they can get the notes. In a virtual meeting, somebody could literally watch it. And, and I think that's a huge benefit. Um, the other thing is that you can take virtual meetings and you can take parts of them or all of them and you can put them in your learning management system and save them as courses. So um, if there is a topic that's an important topic that you want to archive um, or you want to hear people, you know, so maybe it's more like a webinar versus you know, a meeting meeting, because a meeting meeting isn't really something you necessarily would make a training thing on. But, you know, it's a webinar on, hey, this is how you use Google uh, Docs or, you know, something mm-hmm. that you want to share. You do a virtual meeting, you do a screen share, you record it, and then you just upload it. And, you know, and, and like Tortles LMS, it, how many minutes would it take you to upload and make a course out of a video? Three minutes. Three minutes. Um, so we'll just say for other software, 10 or 15. An hour. Um, hour, 10 hours, but anyhow, it's whatever you're using, it's relatively easy. Um, and so there's a lot of opportunity to use uh, video conferencing, those tools to create content for training. And that's, mm-hmm. you know, that's really, you know, a, a cool thing to do. Yeah, it's, that's what we do at Tortal. We, we record, you know, we, we, we work with Open Sesame. We have a meeting with the staff and then a new person comes on. We just, you know, enroll them in that course as opposed to us explaining over again. You know, it's yeah. really a great tool. So, Mr. Hackle, what is your free offer today? We created a video. Um, and for that matter, it's not only a video, but it could be a SCORM course. If you have SCORM and you want it in SCORM, we'll be provided that way. We're going to give this video away free. And it is tips around how people can protect themselves from the coronavirus. Now, I know what you're saying is everyone out there has shared tips, okay? We all know to wash our hands for 
for, for 20 seconds. I want to just say this is the next level of tips. Uh, there are a lot of ideas in here about how to have a clean home. Uh, I'm not going to give all the things away. But if you email Greg. Evan, let's use support at tortle.net. That's support at tortle.net. And say, I want the Corona video, or I would like the Corona SCORM course, and you can get the course either with or without an assessment. Um, we'll send it to you free of charge. Uh, this is our gift to the world in terms of trying to help people be safe. It's three minutes long. Um, I give kudos to Stephanie Stiles who built it. She did a great job with the course. And this is something that, you know, you can just watch yourself. You can share with everybody in your company. Uh, but these tips, I think, will make a difference and will help people stay safer and, and healthier. So that is the free gift. Evan, that is an amazing gift. And I must say, I watched it myself a few times. And I think it's essential viewing for everybody. Uh, that's really, really cool. Evan, I can't wait for your final tip because you are the gentleman who's recorded over 100 Training Unleashed episodes and asked over 100 guests for their final thing. If they could pick one tip to leave the audience with, what's well, your one tip, tip today? This, this one tip is so simple. Just do it. Just plan one, get it going. And I'll, I'll just expand a little bit. Plan and do a one-on-one. -on -one. You know, Use Skype, use Google Hangouts, use Zoom. Uh, take a regular meeting, just do it. That's my tip, just do it. It's not as hard as you think. It's actually really easy. That's my tip. That's great. Couldn't agree with you anymore. All right, so as the guest host, I will close the show. Thank you, Evan, and thank you, audience, for listening, and uh, have a great day. Everyone have a wonderful day. Take care. This has been Training Unleashed, but it doesn't stop here. Just go to trainingunleashed.net to subscribe to the show. That way, you'll never miss an episode, and you'll be well on your way to delivering training programs that are off the chain. We'll talk to you next time on Training Unleashed. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.